WSKY Skyrock Talk Radio, where the rock don't stop. A-Town, we're on the air, and I'm your host, rocking at the speed of light, rocking, 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 Raj. We're starting profiling limousine riding, jet flying in, willing, dealing like no man can. So lock it in and rip the knob off of it. Welcome to the place for perseverance, passion, purpose, struggles, and breakthroughs. The place that changes the way you live. This is a passion project, WSKY Skyrock Talk Radio, and it's a way to give back. So welcome to WSKY Skyrock Talk Radio. I am the voice behind the rock, Rockin' Raj. And we're here to dive into setbacks that were really set-ups for major success stories. And how do we do that? What we've been doing is we've been finding people in Incredible people, amazing people that are exactly like you and exactly like me, but they've done a few things a little bit differently or a little bit longer, and that's what's made them amazing. So how far are you and I from our next success story? We are one small decision. And this is season one, episode three, and I'd like to personally thank you for joining us and giving us feedback from the previous episodes and the words of encouragement. It means so much. And if you have not subscribed to our YouTube channel, hit the like button and the subscribe button right now and don't miss any further episodes. Let me start off by saying, didn't Reverend... Martin Luther King Jr. say almost 60 years ago in 1963 that I have a dream that one day this nation will rise up and live out the true meaning of its creed. What is this nation's creed? He went on to say we hold these truths to be self-evident that all men, all mankind are created equal. He went on to say that I have a dream that my four little children will one day live in a nation where they would not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. From every state and every city, he said, we will be able to speed up that day when all of God's children, listen to that, black men and white men, Jews and Gentiles, Protestants and Catholics will be able to join hands. This time we are living in is and will continue to be hard and painful and hurtful for our country and many of my friends, many of your friends. Let me be more specific, our black friends. I've spent time reading post after post of anger and hurt and bitterness and pain. But before I continue, let me say that I am coming to this table And I am speaking from a surface view. And I am not even connected to what black people endure and continue to endure. But I will say that if we are just standing around and not speaking up, then we are the oppressor. Many are only speaking about riots and protests, but let's understand that riots and protests are secondary issues brought on by primary issue of injustice. Justice is what we should all care about. This issue of injustice, many people believe, exists because of racism. Let me ask that we use our voice to speak against undeniable, undeniable racism.
Let me ask that we fix our village instead. Let me ask that we call hate racism. Let me ask that we find somewhere that we can make a change and make it. Let me ask that we first start in our own thoughts, in our own actions, which will at least make a change in our direction for the better. Let me ask that we get involved by uncovering and correcting our thoughts and our actions first. Let me ask that we think deeper about the pain and the anger and the hurt, or we simply be silent about judging. Let me move on. Joining me in this episode, season one, episode three, is the one and only Marie Robertson. Hi, everyone. As you said, I am Marie Robertson. I am from New Iberia, Louisiana, born and raised there. I um, come from an interracial family. My dad is white and my mom is black. So, of course, you know, I went through a lot of interracial struggles. But before I, before I move on uh, from that point on, I, I want to let you know that I have um, other siblings. I have um, or a family of eight. I'm number seven. I have older brothers and siblings, other brothers and sisters, that is. And they went through an entire different era than I did. So the struggle was real for them. And they went through a lot more than I did. So um, with that being said, I, I mean, I saw a lot as a, as a younger sibling. And it was not good. So um, with that, again, I'm, I'm, with that being said. So with that being said, um, I like I said, I saw a lot. They went through a lot. And it has a lot of scores, not just for... For them, I can tell, but also for myself. So my parents always taught us to treat others like you want to be treated. You know, you give respect to get respect, regardless of the color of our skin. So with my my dad being white and my mom being black, trust me, there was a lot of racial things that we constantly went through. And I have to say today, sometimes we still go through those struggles. But as a kid for myself, um, I went to... um, I went to a mixed school, but there I had some troubles in my mixed school and the school that I went to, you know, being, you know, being a mixed person. A lot of like friends that I tried to play with, especially my own black people, would not even play with me. So that was a real, real painful thing for me to go through and and to deal with on a daily basis. But each day, like I would talk to my parents about it or talk to like my teachers and they gave a lot of encouragement. So that never made me treat other people different. That never made me treat white people or anybody else differently because what the pain that I was feeling and going through, I didn't want to give that people that same pain because I know it wasn't the right thing to do. The, what were some of the thoughts that your mom and dad was sharing with you to help you that you can remember? Yeah, the thoughts that my mom and dad, you know, would share with us is that, you know, Marie, it's not right to treat people that way. I know I know it's painful for you to feel that way because we went through it. Mom and dad are going through it. We, we, but we're here to help you to process this, to show you that that's not the way you're going to 
get through. You can get through it that way, but that's not the right way to get through it. Through prayer, support, love, just, you know, talking through it and just learning how to treat other people the right way. Because yes, it is easy. It's very easy for you to go and do the wrong thing and say, I'm going to get back at you because you're being evil to me. You're being rude. You're being disrespectful. So let me go back and, you know, do something to get back at you. But that's really not the right way, you know, for you to do, you know, to treat others like that. So, um, like I said, they, they went through a lot. Um, my parents, um, of course, older, having us at an older age, but, um, it worked out. I mean, with the, both of them, I have to say about them, you know, the education, they ended up having to quit school, um, to go to work, to help their parents, but always encourage every last one of us who graduated from high school. Uh, my older brothers and um, siblings, they, um, they got jobs, but like the last three of us, because we were from two different generations, of course, 10 and a half, like 10, 11, 12 years apart. You know, um, they always encouraged us to finish high school, go to college or get a job, you know? And so basically all of them pretty much. Now, what was your older generation, your brothers and sisters, were they there also for you? Even oh. though the, the, there was an age gap to 10 or 12, were they still part of your life as you were growing up, still letting you know, hey, we've gone through it, here's what we've done? Or Oh, yeah, absolutely. My older brothers and sisters were there, even though there was a huge gap. So I guess you can say um, if they were uh, 20, I was 10. <laughs> yeah. You know, and so... Of course, the I guess the relationship was there, but not on the maturity level because I was so much younger. But there was always guidance, and they always guided me and say, you know, and said, you know, don't do this. Just you know, be yourself. Um, stand up for yourself. At you know, at all costs, make sure you stand up for yourself and don't let people take advantage of you. And treat people right and show them that this is the right way that you should act. You shouldn't. You, you shouldn't do the racial thing just because they're treating you with how did your how did your faith t- 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 tie into all, all of this oh trust me faith look went to church religiously with my parents that that was i don't want to say mandatory but it was understood that this is how we're going to get through this together you know the family that prays together stays together and that that is definitely something that was in our household so um always praying you know talking to each other you know asking god for for help and guidance you know that was definitely a strong faith in our family and that that still continues on to today and i pass that on to my children as well so definitely definitely that i was always um thinking about why are certain people angry at christianity you know that's 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 a question that i struggle with too but I mean, not I don't struggle with. I struggle with uh, finding the answer to because people do today. Even as a young girl coming up and going to a private school as well. So I actually went to private school. You know, of course, religion was taught there, and I actually went to an all-girls school. And I do want to talk about an incident that happened to me. I was in the seventh grade, and I was coming down. A stairwell. It was an up a class that was upstairs. So I was coming down the stairwell and I happened to see my dad driving up, coming up the sidewalk, and I was walking down the stairwell and I said, Oh hey daddy, how you doing? And I like that. And so I said, I'm not said, Hey dad, what are you doing? And so uh, he said, Oh, you know, I'm coming here to pay tuition and then 
no, no racism. Um, this white girl, this little white girl says to me, uh, that's not your daddy. And I looked at her, I was like, excuse me? I was like, who, how do you know who's my daddy? You know, like that. And I thought to myself, I was like, oh my gosh. And of course, you know, right there, that slapped me in the face, just thinking like, while people don't realize that it's okay to have an interracial relationship or it's okay for people to have a white dad and a black mom, what is wrong with that? So I just, right there, that just kind of just did something to me. And it's like, I never want to treat anyone that way. So, you know, I guess she didn't realize how that made me feel, but I just told her, I was like, you can't judge and people do have parents that may be interracial and it's okay it's okay for that to happen you know nothing's wrong with that yeah so that was a hard experience right there um you know going through i I could still just remember the day i could i could still envision it right now standing on that um that stairwell you know having to tell her that you can't judge people and we're at a private school and we talk about this all the time so where's the lesson in that? <laughs> yeah. You know? You wouldn't think that people would be angry at Christianity, but it kind of seems odd to hate Christians. But there are people who do hate Christians. Some hate Christianity not because it's repressive, but because those people are repressive. Many religions that put God before government Many people believe by definition is a threat. Most offensive of all, Christianity specifically rejects their most cherished doctrine, which is racial order, because the Christian message is the opposite of that agenda. Christianity describes a universal brotherhood. Every person created in God's image, therefore, for that reason, we are morally equal. If all people are morally equal, we can't really divide our population by skin color. Skin is not the sin. We can't really set one group against another. We can't tell one group that we are better than that group or we're worse than that group. That's not allowed in Christianity. In order to allow that, you have to erase Christianity. And they've been working on that for a long time. Ever notice how they call Martin Luther King doctor? And not reverend. I started off by calling him reverend because he was a pastor. King, Dr. King or Reverend King was not a physician doctor. He was a Christian preacher. And we should not forget that. Undermining Christianity for some people is the central project. That's their goal. I can remember just recently I had a former student who said to me that I was part of just a few who was willing to always come to the table. And he thanked me for doing what many won't do. I also had a parent recently say to me that what makes me different is everything I do. I do with a deep love. And for years, I've worked in a low economic Title I school. And you probably have also. Yes, I 
I have worked in tight, low um, Title One schools, so this is not uh, this is not my first time working in a school like this, and I've seen some of uh, some things that we're currently seeing now, um, and it hasn't it really hasn't changed much, you know the what we've seen in the Title One schools, so something has to change. And I used to say I see no color. Because what I would think in my mind is I always looked at it as I was saying, I I don't see you as this or I I don't see you as that. But after much reflecting and looking in the mirror and in my heart, I can now honestly say I see no color is a lie. It's like having a mindset of thinking we have progressed due to years, so we are beyond that. No more, I see no color. Because am I colorblind? Because if I see no color, then what color do I see? Because white is a color. And by me standing there and saying, I see no color, I wonder what the kids were thinking that were sitting in that room. Because were they thinking, does he not see me? So now I say, I see your color and I honor you. I see your color and I respect you. I see your color and I value your input. I need your vision. I need your talent. I need your abilities. I see your color and I make no excuses. I see your color and I see the wrong. You are beautiful. You are special. I see your color and I see your success, your possibilities, your purpose, your value, your meaning. I see your color and I will educate myself and work against what harms you. That's what the voice behind the rock reaching our community, reaching our city with kindness is all about. I see your color and I need you. I see your color and I need your voice. We are tired. I am tired of young black men being betrayed as thugs, innocent lives being swept under the rug when black children leave their house. Speak on this. Parents don't know if they will live or die. You know what? I I agree with you wholeheartedly. I have a son and daughter of my own, and this really scares me for both of them, but especially my son. You know, um, with everything that's happening now in the news and even before that, just him growing up, I, I feared for him walking out the house every day, not knowing what was going to happen, not knowing if my child was going to ever come back. It's a pain that my family has never felt. These senseless killings and crimes of hate, it makes us wonder, did our ancestors, did The Reverend Martin Luther King live and die in vain. When all we see is another black person, a child slain, 
I'm not okay with the treatment of people, black people in America. I'm not okay with the direction our country is headed. I'm not okay that children are afraid. I'm not okay that families have to worry about their children constantly. I'm not okay that we have not eliminated or destroyed this monster called racism. I'm not okay that we do not love one another in spite of our differences. And I think there is a commandment somewhere that says that. I'm not okay with the stealing and the looting and the burning. I'm not okay. I pray daily that God will help us, help us all see there is a better way to live. I pray for peace. I pray for harmony in our city, in our country, in our nation. We need to grow from our mistakes so we can grow as a city, as a community, and as a nation. Because if we keep sweeping everything under the rug, eventually every one of us will trip on the mess that we never cleaned. It's beyond time to address the mess. If we can't find the right people to follow, then let us become the right people to lead. With fire in our chest and light in our eyes and love in our hearts, let's address the mess. Racism is a sinful violation of God's heart. Racism is hate and God is love. And I want to take this moment and say I am very grateful for my friend Maria Robertson. I'm thankful that we could have this conversation. Her love for Jesus and her love for others have always inspired and challenged me. Respecting each other in our differences is so much more worthwhile. I'm going to give her the last word. Amen. I agree wholeheartedly with everything you say because we have to learn how to treat each other properly and accordingly, you know, in, in believing in God and putting forth all the values and goals that you've been taught in life. And I know we go through some struggles, whether it's racial or just anything, any struggle that you go through, you, you've got to take some step backwards and be that role model. You know what I'm saying? Give back to people. Show them that in spite of the, the strife or tragedies that we're going through, we have to keep moving forward and persevere. You know, like I said, with all the struggles that I've gone through, that did tear me down as a person at some point in my life. But then I had to learn that I had to pick myself back up, believe in my faith, believe in God, remember where I came from, remember what I was taught, go back and look at what my, my grandma, my parents, my grandparents, my great-grandparents taught me and keep moving. And then for me in education to also pass it on and share it with you and share it with my students and share it with other people because I also ask my students to share these struggles that they go through in strife and, and keep it moving and, and you know pass a torch on to show people that we can be resilient and we can rise above this, you know? And even with everything that you said about Dr. Martin Luther King and about the racism and everything, we have to keep moving forward and do better because we got to pass these legacies on to the next generation. Because if we don't, like you said, it's lost. It's lost and it'll never, they'll never pick it back up. Mm -hmm. And that's what I want. 
know your self-worth, okay? If you don't know your self-worth, it is hard to move forward. But you got to find yourself each and every day. Pray. Ask God to give you the guidance, okay? Ask for help. Don't be afraid to ask for help. That's right. That's it. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Because guess what? There is help out there. Like they tell me, a closed mouth don't get fed. So if you do not ask for help, you won't get the help that you need. That's it. Thank you so much. This podcast, WSKY Skyrock Talk Radio, needs your attention, the attention of our listeners, the entourage of Rock and Rods, the fans, the listeners, the supporters. We are coming together to build the strongest rock and reaching our community, our city with kindness movement, the social media in this area, your area has ever seen. The more we share our story, your story, the more life we can change. Thank you for joining us in this movement. Will you subscribe? Will you share? Will you listen? Will you support? Will you even be willing to tell your story, the good, the bad, the perseverance of your life? Once you get through it, help someone else get through it. Your life, your story, your journey. Make sure to join our Facebook group, WSKY Skyrock Talk Radio, and hit us up on our website, www.skyrocktalkradio.com, if you haven't already. Thanks for listening, and before we go, show some love. Show some love by leaving us a review, liking this podcast, following, subscribing, and sharing this episode so others can also join in with this movement and be blessed by what they hear. And let's reach our community. Let's reach our city with kindness, person to person, one kindness at a time.